Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, Club Shay Shay listeners. We'll be back soon with weekly episodes featuring brand new interviews with exciting roster guests. Until then, enjoy this special rewind episode with one of my favorite moments from Club Shay Shay so far. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. We win AFC in 97. We go to Pittsburgh. We, I mean, we have to go. We're a wild card team, so we have to go on the road and beat Kansas City, who had just beaten us three weeks earlier to win the division. So now we're going to be the wild card. Yeah. We beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Now for the AFC Championship, we got to go to Three Rivers, the old Three Rivers Stadium, and play the Steelers, who had just ramshackled us about six weeks earlier. Correct. And winning that game, and we're going to the Super Bowl, and we have a conversation that night you know, about what the expectations, although you had never been. And I just remember hearing the adulation in your voice. Like, I'm like somebody wow. I really, really know, somebody that I grew up next yeah. to is going to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the only thing. It, a, it didn't dawn on me at the time when you and I were talking that, oh, wait, your team is playing my old team in the right. Super Bowl. It was like, finally, someone, I, I mean, I had done a lot of work, done been in a lot of battles with the Brett Favre's and the Robert Brooks's and the Edgar Bennett's and the Dorsey Levins. We had been teammates, and I I had an idea of what it took for them to get to you know get that team in the Super Bowl because they had just won one the year before. Mm -hmm. But with you, it was different because it was like, okay, he should have he he was going to the army. Uh, to start off with, and then he ended up going to Savannah State. All right, and then he wasn't getting drafted, and then he ends up going to Denver in the seventh round. And then my old quarterback is not throwing him the ball in positions that he can catch it. So my old quarterback is about to get him and Shannon cut. So everything is starting to look like, you know what, this is, this is supposed to happen this way. And I think the only time I left, since I left the NFL, that I ever went, what if? was what if I was playing for my team and he's playing with his team playing in this Super Bowl? That would have been something else. That's the only time I have ever missed uh, playing in the NFL. That's the only time. Not one time since I left, except for that time, did I ever miss playing in the NFL. 
I don't think Mama and Buck could have handled it. No, because now you got to make I don't think I don't think Buck no. I don't think Buck could have handled it. Mama would have been fine because Mama would have had a jersey with you know half Green Bay, half Denver. She'd enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, at least, but Buck couldn't have took it. My sister would no, she wouldn't have handled that very well. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone over very well. Let's talk about your let's talk about your career. Obviously, you retire at the 29 years of age, seven years in the season. And there have only been two seasons in which someone has caught more than 18 touchdowns. Jerry Rice in 1987 had 22. Randy Moss broke that record in 2007 with 23. Mm -hmm. If you look at what you've done uh, up until the point you retired, nobody had that many that many catches in a, uh, in a, to start a career like you have. Um, your last season, and what people don't understand about this, in your last six games, only one person in history has yeah. had that many touchdowns over a six-game stretch. Your last yeah. six games of your career, you had 13 touchdowns. Only Jerry, record-breaking season, he had 14. And he you did that at, during the strike, so his is pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> he did yeah, that during he did, the strike. He season. did that during the strike short season. Yeah. And yeah. your last game, you had mm -hmm. nine catches, a buck 33, a buck 32, three. and three yeah. touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And when you see the Hall of Fame, and I know it's something that's something that you don't talk about and you don't mm -hmm. politic for, mm -hmm. but do you believe looking at your resume and looking at the guys that you competed against, the Michael Irvins, the Jerry Rice, the Chris Carters, the Herman Andre Reed, Andre Reed, Andre Rice, mm -hmm. and Tim Brown, do, and, and four or five of those guys are in the Hall, do you believe your resume for seven years since Sterling Sharp should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Because it's you, I'm going to answer the question. Normally, I wouldn't answer the question because I'm like, I, I can only get in based on what I did. Uh, but because it's you, I'm going to answer the question. And I would say, if, if the Hall of Fame is for what you did, everybody always talks about with me what I didn't do. And they go, if he would have played longer. And I always say, well, if you collect rocks, and if I collect rocks for three years and you collect rocks for seven years, there's a good chance you're going to have more rocks than me. Correct. And so when I look at the Hall of Fame, in my seven years, I led a receiving category, either catches, yards, or touchdowns. I, I did that a lot. And I did that in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I did not do that with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I got some catches in there for Bud Keys and Mike Norseth and Mike Tomzak and Blair Keel and Anthony Dillwig. I got some catches from those guys. Um, but I just think that everybody goes, everybody is in love with what they see. And, I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in Randy Moss and, and Terrell Owens, and I'm a firm believer in Heinz Ward. I'm a firm believer in Ike Bruce. I, I mean, I, I got no problem with nobody who's in, but I'm like, if you're saying I needed to play longer, then you're punishing me because those guys played 12, 13, 14 years. That's, so if, you, if, if it took them 12, 13, 14 years to do what I did in seven, then are they Hall of Famers? And I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just making an argument. So I don't think about it. Don't talk about it. I, I was like, if me getting in the Hall of Fame would make me feel better than I feel right now because my brother's going in the Hall of Fame, I don't want to go. Because that was a great, that weekend was a great weekend being there with me, you, uh, Libby. Uh, that was a great weekend. And so I, I, I don't think about the Hall of Fame. But the argument is, well, he didn't do, they always talk about what I didn't do because 
not many people saw what I did. And with the coverage that we got in Green Bay, it's not like the coverage that you have in professional sports right now. But I, I'll take my seven years, and you take any receiver's best seven years. Just take their best seven years. I, I like the way my numbers stack up. It's not my, you know, it's not my fault that I only played seven years. Sorry. That Hall of Fame, for me, getting into the Hall of Fame, and, and you were there every step of the way because you were there in 09 when I didn't get in. Uh, that was uh, probably the lowest I'd ever seen you to. Yeah. That was worse than I'm going drafted. to the Army, and that was worse than I didn't get drafted on day one. Mm -hmm. That was the worst because I think – you allowed yourself to let your guard down and say, I had done what others, because I think at the time it was you, Ozzy, and John Mackey. You know, mm -hmm. hey, who's the better? John uh, Mackey. K2, Kellen, Big Kellen. Uh, Kel I'm Kellen. So it was you, Ozzy, John Mackey, because they're like John Mackey. Kel so Kellen, he can go stand up and play wide receiver. Ozzy, He's not a dominant blocker, but he blocked for a dude that ran for 2,000 yards, so he knows what he's doing. You know, John Mackey's just a crafty route runner. So I think you allowed yourself to look at your numbers and say, definitely. And just, just icing on the cake, I've been to three Super Bowls. Yeah. So you can say, yeah, you won two Super Bowls, but you played with, with John Elway and Terrell Davis. Hey, look, I went to Baltimore, and, you know, we didn't have John Elway, Trent Dilfer, and, and we won a Super Bowl. Right. And so when you didn't get selected that first year, I think that was probably the lowest I'd ever seen. Yeah, I, I was disappointed because I'm saying to myself, if you didn't like my numbers this year, it's not like I can add to it next year. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like them next year, it's not like I can add to them on the third year. And so for me, I thought, okay, I thought it was about winning. Well, no tight end at the time had won more games than I had won. Mm -hmm. Very few tight ends had had the the uh, the the career that I had with the eight Pro Bowls. True, with the pro with the All Pro selections, the mm -hmm. fifty catch seasons, the mm -hmm. thousand yard seasons. Nobody had ever done that. First tight end with seven hundred catches, eight hundred mm -hmm. catches, with mm -hmm. eight thousand, nine thousand, ten thousand yards. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, wait a minute. So, what do you need? What so so? I thought it was about winning, and then it was like, come to find out, winning only matters if they want you. Not to if they want you to get in. Mm -hmm. Then it, it, and then they come. I don't believe you should come up with a reason to keep somebody out. Well, they, if if you're looking at what someone didn't do, then right. okay, then they then fine. I'm never gonna get in, and I'm gonna be fine with that. But if you're looking for a way to, or you're looking for a way to keep someone out of the Hall of Fame, you know, because it's you know, other than where is Jimmy Hoffa? And Amelia Earhart, the only other, the most difficult question to ask is what's the criteria for getting into the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame, because right. it's the most secretive and no one knows. And that's the thing is you go, I, I'm just looking at what I was able to, you know, and I'm sorry, but I didn't draft the guys I got to play with. You know, I didn't set the schedule up. I didn't go. I, this is what I did. I'm like, so if. Shannon Sharp's going to get in the Hall of Fame because he played in three Super Bowls. You, you're penalizing me for not having John Elway and Terrell Davis on the team, you know. So I, I, I just look at it like I, I say, you know what, I like my numbers. And my numbers, and it's funny playing, the, you know, playing travel golf now, I get a chance to be around a lot of Hall of Famers. I have a lot of friends who don't like being around 
those guys. They don't feel comfortable. And I feel comfortable. They, they you know, the Marcus Allens and the Jerome Bettises of the world, uh, the Eric Dickersons, uh, have always treated me wonderfully. And they'll make me feel like, hey, I'm not a Hall of Famer. And so I, I'm like, I think that's because I, I, I'm, I'm happy about the way I played. I, I, get, I played as hard as I could for as long as I could. And if I wasn't a Hall of Famer eight years ago, am I a Hall of Famer today? You know, am I, am I a Hall of Famer at 92? You know, and, I, and I, I, you know, the other argument I say is if you put people in a, an arena like the Hall of Fame, if you do it every year, you're going to have some people that shouldn't be in. You're going to have some people that's not going to get in. And so I'm like, I, I, I like my numbers. And I said, you just take the top seven wide receivers, pick any seven, and you take their best seven years, and you stack their seven years up against my only seven, and let's see where we are. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a very compelling point. But for me, man, you know what? When I think about it, it's the one thing that I really – and, and it's a great honor. I mean, I was two, I think I was 267 that got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They're well over 300. I think they're in the 350s now. But for me, it's something that I really don't think of. And I get, I, you know, when, when Skip refers to me as a Hall of Famer, I kind of get uneasy mm-hmm. because I'm like, because yeah, it's me. I get the gold jacket, but so many other people mm-hmm. played a part in me getting this gold jacket. And so for me, I get uncomfortable, like Super Bowl, that's the whole team because everybody on the team got a ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that, that's something. And then when I went to Pro Bowl, when my first, uh, uh, my first time I was an all-pro, mm-hmm. I got all the offensive linemen, uh, Rolexes. And that very few, very few, that's something running backs normally do, quarterbacks mm-hmm. normally do. Mm-hmm. But I was just like so appreciative that I, I wanted to thank them because I really thought they blocked a little harder when they knew the ball was going to come my way. So I get, I kind of get uneasy, and that's how I am. There are guys like I don't like get around someone who's like, oh, I'm in the Hall of Fame, you're not, or you this and that. That's not how I look at it because I know, and I know when we played you guys, I know what Wade Phillips was saying, and I know what the DBs were saying, and I know what other – go talk to Deion Sanders and Rod Wilson and Niels Williams and Daryl Green, guys that are in the Hall of Fame at the mm-hmm. cornerback position and yeah. ask them, I know what they tell me about Sterling Sharp. So all that other stuff is fine and good. And, and the people that vote, they vote. But I know what the guys that played said about my brother. You know what to do. Hit the subscribe button to become an official member of Club Shay Shay, where we always do something before two something. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.